Make a better connection with your friends on Facebook. Use the hottest voice conferencing service around. Call from TalkShoe.com. That's talk like I'm doing now and shoe as on your feet dot com. Recorded live. Welcome to Women Living for Jesus Encouragement Hour. I'm your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn, live from Pittsburgh, PA, on the wonderful Thursday, September 18th at 9 p.m. And I praise the Lord for you. (coughs) Excuse me. And, of course, before we get started, let us have scripture and prayer. I shall read the entire Psalms 136. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endures forever. To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endures forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. To excuse me, the sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn. For his mercy endures forever, and brought out Israel from among them. For his mercy endures forever, with a strong hand and with a stretched out arm. For his mercy endures forever. To him which divided the Red Seas into parts. For his mercy endures forever, and made Israel to pass through the midst of it. For his mercy endures forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea, for his mercy endures forever. To him which led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endures forever. To him which smote great kings, for his mercy endures forever. And slew famous kings, for his mercy endures forever. Shihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endures forever. And gave their land for heritage, for his mercy endures forever. Even inheritance unto Israel, his servant, for his mercy endures forever. Who remembered us in our low estate, for his mercy endures forever. And have redeemed us from our enemies, for his mercy endures forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endures forever. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. And now prayer by Minister Murph. Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you for your mercy that will endure forever, O God. And, Lord Father, we just thank you that you look upon your people, O Heavenly Father, that the word will be sent out in the name of Jesus, O God, and, O Father, that it will touch them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, Lord, that people will get saved. We dedicate their lives, O God, and discover more of you, O Heavenly Father. And, O Lord, we just thank you for us pleasing you in the name of Jesus. And we just bless your holy name, O God. We look only unto you, O Heavenly Father, 
ever, for you are good and your mercy is everlasting. And, oh, Father, we just want to give you the praise. We just want to give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Lord, we also bless the, the, the one that, sent, that you give the word unto. Thank you for blessing Sister Alyssa, oh, God. Thank you for blessing her, and thank you for those that are listening in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we shall give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just so thankful. Just thankful each and every single day for what God is blessing us. As we continue to walk and talk with the Heavenly Father and just building our relationship with Him. And once again, I want to welcome you to Women Living for Jesus Encouragement Hour, and I'm your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn, I'm just so thankful to be here this day and just blessing the name of the Lord, for truly he is worthy of all praises. You know, um, today's topic is no limits and no boundaries, and we're talking about do you feel as if you are missing out on something? Are you limiting your progress in life with God? You know, um, and it's one of my favorite topics to talk about. But before I get there, just this scripture that I read today in Psalms 136, when you have time, I would really like to encourage you to just go back and read that. And read what just kept singing out to me, and obviously it, it was meant to, because every verse says, for his mercy endureth forever. And we have to really be thankful to God and Jesus, the Lord himself. For his mercy does endure forever. His grace and mercy that he shows to us each and every single day. That's enough. That is enough right there. The fact that we woke up should be enough just to praise him. Even if you don't get out of bed, if you are stuck in your bed, it doesn't matter. Because his mercy endures forever. That you're sitting there and you're able to listen to this. And you're able to understand, and you're able to think on your own. And mind is a terrible thing to waste. And you know, and they say that for the college, I think it is the um, the Negro College Fund, I think that's who says it, that your mind is a terrible thing to waste. And it is. Our minds are a terrible thing to waste when we waste it on things that are not of God. Because his mercy, his mercy that he blesses us with each and every single day. And we are blessed. We are so blessed. And we need to stop and realize that. And I'm going to do a show one day because you know how I am. And and I really want to get into the mercies of God and the things that God does for us that is just so um, awesome. And it's so awesome to see the Lord and and be able to talk to to talk to him and and see his movement in our lives and everything that is going on in our lives whether it seems like it's a bad situation God is still there he is just still there and I'm not going to go all into that because that's on the topic of the day but I just felt that on me we really need to understand that don't none of this other stuff matter because we're still here with an opportunity yet to praise him, even if you don't get out the bed, even if you can't move, blinking and sinking in your mind. Thank you, Jesus, because you're still here, and he showed you mercy. Mercy. God is good. He is just so good to us. 
But on to our topic. Our topic is talking about no limits and no boundaries. You know, whenever I start thinking about no limits and no boundaries, you know, and, and I start thinking about that, and there's a song, and it wasn't until I heard the song, and I think I spoke on this before, but there wasn't until I heard this song that I really start thinking about no limits and no boundaries. And that song is sung by um, Israel Newbreed, and he's talking, at first he's talking as if, He's talking to the Lord about how he's not going to have limits. But then it kind of, when you listen to it, and really, well, when I first heard it, but when you listen to it, you realize it's God is, he's singing what God's telling us. Because we have a tendency to put limits on the Lord and boundaries on him and put him in some kind of box, in the box of our mind, without releasing and letting him be God. Because let me tell you, God is good. You ask for something, you tell God what you need or whatever, and he going to give you exactly what you asked for. See, that's why people tell you be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. See, a lot of times we think we want something a certain way, and because we keep bugging God about it, he gives it to us. And then we realize sometimes we don't want it like that, and then we beg him to get rid of the situation. But we have to understand what um what it means about putting boundaries and limits on him. And I had a couple scriptures that that I wanted to go over and, and, and really get into. The first scripture, so get a pen and a piece of paper because I really want us to get a better understanding of why we don't put limits and boundaries on the Lord, letting ourselves think outside that box. Because the more we put limits and boundaries on him, the more we bind ourselves up. And we're not free. We can't be free in God when we put limits on him. And we'll get more into it in a minute. Let me give you the scripture. The scripture is Jeremiah chapter 32, 27. Behold, I am the Lord. The God of all flesh, is there anything too hard for me? Now, once again, that's Jeremiah chapter 32, 20, verse 27. Write these down. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Then in Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. Matthew nineteen twenty six, But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Mark ten twenty seven, And Jesus looked upon them, saith, With men it is impossible, but not with God, for, God, for with God all things are possible. Then in Luke, 18 and 27, and he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Then in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 7, let me get to you again. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 7, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. 
Let your moderations be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, be pr- by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding. So keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then Philippians verse chapter 4, verse 13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Now, with those scriptures, I'm pretty sure at this point you know where I'm headed. Let me make this one point. When I was looking at and just looking, I wasn't even looking for the scriptures. When I, when the topic came to mind, the Lord just started popping scriptures in my mind. And, and Jeremiah, I wasn't sure where to find it, but I knew that there was, is there anything too hard for God? You know, and, and, and of course, when you do search, that comes up. So, um. So I thank and praise God for that, for the direction that he gives. But one point that just kept when I read this is there are four Gospels of Jesus Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Three of the four Gospels has the story about how with men it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. So it's to me, not that it's not valid if it's only in one chapter, but when it's put in three out of four of the Gospels, this is a message that he really wants us to get. Not that he don't want us to get the whole Bible, but it's mentioned three times in the Gospels. We have to realize that what we see in front of our face, God is way beyond that. God will take things way beyond that. And you know how I am. I'm going to use a personal situation or things, what I'm talking. So um, I hope it, y'all don't mind, but that's just me. Um, when we allow the Lord to put lim- when we allow ourselves, excuse me, to put limits on God, then there are things and blessings that we will miss out on. My dear sister in Christ, Valerie, have posted this story on Women Living for Jesus, and I won't forget it because it's talking about how this person goes to heaven and it's just so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And there's this one room that the angels don't let him go in. And he's like, I want to go see. Let me see what's in this room. And he's thinking that it's all the bad stuff he ever did, and which I always think is awesome because we as humans always think that what's hidden is, you know, in the closet is bad. But anyhow, even though that's where my mom used to hide my toys for Christmas, so I don't think stuff in the closet is bad. But anyhow, <laughs> um, in this case, it wasn't either to a point because the angels opened the door and let the man see what was in there. And he was like, why didn't you want me to see this? And they said to him, because this is all the blessings you missed out on. And the first thing that popped in my mind was we put boundaries and limitations on the Lord. The Lord has things he don't mean. He meant that. When the praises go up, the blessings come down. And, and, we're, and I'm not just talking about financial and all that. I'm talking about moments in your life of pure happiness, feelings, emotions, spirituality walks with the Lord, moving up in him, confidence, finishing the degree, the being determined, your determination staying high and moving higher. I mean, these are the things that I'm talking about. And when we put our limitations on our Lord, what happens is mm, 
we lose out on something in our walk. And we need to allow ourselves to let go of what's in front of our face and look to him. So when it says in three Gospels out of four that there's <laughs> with God all things are possible, he truly means that. Everything is possible in him, even when we don't understand it. That's why it says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6, that we are to trust in him and acknowledge him. And not lean into our own understanding. Because we have to understand that our mind frame and the way we think of things is not how God sees it. God is God Almighty. He knows the beginning and the end of our lives. He knows every single step we're going to take. And he knows how to handle our lives. So if we are not doing what the Lord is calling us to do, which is trusting in him and believing in him and knowing that all things are possible in Christ, we are going to miss out on something. And once again, let me stress, because I know we hear this all the time, is, you know, trusting the Lord, you can get that new car, and trusting the Lord, you can get that new car. And I'm not saying God can't do that, but what happened to trusting in the Lord so you are stronger in him and believe in him so that your light that he has in you shines brighter so that people see how good God is through your life? What happened to the blessing of having the strength to make it when the enemy is coming at you all five, six corners? See, to me, I can live in this house that I have right now. Mind you, I live in a two-bedroom, and it's crowded with Minister Merv and my son and myself. I can live here for the rest of my life if this is what God's will is for me. I don't have a problem with that as long as my relationship with the Father is where it needs to be so that when the enemy comes up against me, I still stand. It is important that we receive the spiritual blessings that he has before the monetary, before all that other stuff. Yeah, it's nice. What I love to be driving a uh, uh, um, um, Lexus because that is my car. Thank you, Mr. Merwin Lexus, because he knows that's my car. <laughs> would I love to be driving that right now? Yes, I would. Right now it's not financially set, but that does not mean God's not going to bless me. But let me tell you what he does bless me with, the patience to wait for it. He blesses me with the patience to understand that now is not the time. To me, that is more of a blessing, because what does that do? When the enemy comes beating at my door, I stand in Christ. And this is where we tend to limit God. None of us have a problem going, well, Lord, I know you're going to bless me with this, and you're going to bless me with this car, and you're going to bless me with this. We'll claim that stuff in a minute, but we will not claim our spiritual blessings in the Lord, which is where he wants us to be. Because the closer we get to him, the stronger we are, and the more those things don't matter. And I'm a strong believer as when the Lexus really doesn't matter to Sister Alyssa, is when she's going to get the Lexus. Is when my focus is truly on what God has for me and not what I have for me. So the point of this whole thing today is to understand. 
understand where our God is, to understand how he is heavenly above us. He is almighty, alpha and omega, beginning and the end. Everything that we receive, we receive from him. So when we are praying and talking to him and doing all these things, we do not necessarily, not that we can't ask for specific things. I'm not saying that because his word says that we can ask for specific things. We can go before the Lord and ask for something that's specific. So I'm not saying you can't do that. What I'm saying is open the door to your heart and to your mind and allow him to do what he does best, and that is taking care of you. Let me say, for example, what I used to do, and I know I used this for example before, but we have a lot of single sisters out there who are waiting for God to bless them with this man, and they put so many limitations on what they want without asking the Lord about what he has for them. So what happens? They sitting around waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and wondering, where is this man? Well, you just asked the Lord to bless you with a man that made $60,000 a year. He got to have this car. He got to have that. He has to have this. He got to be saved. He can't be this. And some sisters go as far as going, he got to be a pastor. He got to have, I mean, we put all this on and then wonder why we're waiting. Minister Merv came into my life after I decided that I was not going to put any limits on what God had for me. And I watched God bless me with a man that put up with this woman who, I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, I was something else. And he will tell you that I was something else because I had I went through issues and, and, and some of us do carry baggage with us. Now, so most of us carry baggage from other relationships. And, and the Lord because I let go and let him send me somebody who loved me through that mess. And I thank and praise God for it because I am here and he is here. And, yes, we are working on our relationship in Christ. And what we really need to do is let it go. I know it's not easy, and it's not. It's not easy because of our flesh. But we got to kill the flesh daily. And most times, I don't know about anybody else, but I know for me, I got to kill the flesh every second of the day. Because the minute I allow the flesh come in, Sister Alyssa's gone and her twin sister, here she comes. So we need to really be where the Lord wants us to be. And that's in his word. And that's talking with him and walking in the spirit and not in the flesh. It is a process. It don't happen overnight. You can sit there and be, have it good for an hour, and then the next hour you go, what happened? Because it's our flesh. And we really, really, that's when I get into telling my sisters in Christ, we need to forget about everything else and everybody else and concentrate on Jesus. And I'm not talking about once a week in Sunday service two hours. I'm talking daily. You at work and 
and stuff can be going on all around you. And if you start talking and concentrating on the Lord, mm, mm, mm. do you know that your day can fly by? There are days that I'm sitting there listening to stuff in Jesus, and your day will be gone. Your whole entire day will be gone. Excuse me one second. Refresh. I'm sorry, Mr. Mervis, man in chat. And for you ladies in chat, I'm sorry. I do not chat. I can see your comments and praise the Lord for you, and I'm thankful for you. But um, So please don't think I'm ignoring you. And normally, Minister Merv is in chat and um, love him dearly, but he's still learning. And we thank God for him because he's truly blessing um me by being able to do this. I'm sorry, and please forgive me as he brings it up again and logs back in, dear. Sorry, please forgive us. Um, I just, it's, let me get back to my point. Sorry, but he's not on there, and I don't think he realized he wasn't. Um, anyhow, when I'm sitting at work, and I am, I am blessed, and I have to say that, and I am truly blessed because the Lord uh, put me in a position where I can listen to gospel music all day long. Uh, I pretty much work on my own. People come to my desk, but it's nothing major. Um, it's not like I'm talk, constantly talking. Like I know some sisters are on the phones all day, so they can't hear music. They can't do some of the things that I can do at work. So I'm blessed to be able to be surrounded by his word. But on the times when I um, can't because of meetings and whatnot, I still know his word. So think on those things, especially well, especially for me when I'm in beatings with some people, because you know how you, you go and the enemy likes to rear his little head, and usually at work, and, and be able to concentrate on that stuff. And when you start thinking about the Lord and start listening to the Lord, you are releasing the boundaries that you put on him in your mind and in your steps, because when you are in your flesh, your mind is going to tell you that's impossible. You can't do that. What do you mean? I have written, um, I'm, I'm writing now book number four. I've written three books in, hmm, how long has it been? Two years. And I'm going to tell you, when I started, the, the, my, the enemy told me, you can't do this. Now, I had all these ideas in my mind, and the enemy said, you can't write these books. Ain't nobody going to want this. You, 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 what are you doing? Praise God for his mighty, mighty blessing. Because let me tell you what happened. By not listening to the enemy and truly being in the word of God, I was able to finish three books. I'm working on book number four, so on fire and excited in the Lord and thankful for my life. Because I let go. And I know a lot of people say, I don't know how to let go. And what are you talking about letting go? How you forget that stuff? It is a process. You strive every single day to do what's right. No Christians that people who've been walking with the Lord for thirty, forty years still struggle with letting go and letting God because it's our flesh. I mean, and and I think we beat ourselves up so much that a lot of times that's where we fall because we're trying to live 
perfectly in Christ. Now, I'm not saying you aren't supposed to live holy and you're not supposed to live for God, and every time you mess up, you just go, oh, I messed up. No, you got to be repentful. You got to go to the Lord. You got to ask him to forgive you, and you got to be thankful to know that his mercy does endure forever. And we need to understand that. But we also need to understand, especially we women, because we're so hard on ourselves, is that he knows where your heart is. He knows you did not mean to do that. So you take it to him. Pay attention to what happens when you are about to slip. Prime example, the one that I used um, before when I was when I quit smoking. One of the things that I used was the fact that if I got stressed out, I wanted a cigarette. So the Lord started showing me to pay attention to those signs. So I started paying attention to the signs that would come up because, see, nothing will come at you that God doesn't give you a way out of. So everything that we're faced with, he has a way out. But you have to be tuned in to hear what he has to say. And you have to be free in your mind and in walking in the spirit and listening to him. So what is that? That's a process. You have to build your relationship with him. You have to understand that in all things, It's possible. Take the scriptures. Take the words. Let them be you, not a part of you. Let them be you so you know when you're going through something. And you can say, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's one of my favorite ones. And that's one of the ones I say to myself. I also use the one in Matthew about with God, with men this is impossible. With God, all things are possible. One of the things I have a habit of doing, unfortunately, is I like to go shopping. In this household, that's not a good thing. <laughs> not the way I shop. Shopping's okay, but not the way I shop. So the Lord started, so I realized the issue that I had because I would, to go shopping, pay Peter and Paul, take from Peter and Paul, go shopping and worry about paying them later. That don't work. Not when you're trying to live. So I started talking to the Lord about that area in my life. And it was it's it's still a process in work. And it's a process to get through that. So what do I do? Payday. Guess who gets the Mac card? I don't get the Mac card when it's time for payday. When it's time I don't I don't have it. Because I know that Sister Alyssa's not there yet. Because I will go to the mall or to the store. Uh, I'm a technology girl, so I will go to Best Buy in a minute, come home with the latest thing or the latest DVD movie, and look at Minister Mervyn and go, what? <laughs> you know, so I know that I can't do that. So what do I do? I listen to the father who told me, your husband is better at managing money than you. Turn it over to him. That was the first step. The rest of it is now living. And I literally, I'm not lying. I pray about not touching 
the finances like I want to. You have to be able to see where you are putting your limits on God. Why do I say that's a limit that I put on God? Because if I can't manage my money, how do I think he's going to bless me with more if I can't manage what he gave me? So we have to be good stewards over things. And if we're not good stewards over stuff, how is he going to bless me? He's not going to bless me with that Lexus if I keep going shopping like I've been going shopping because they will come repo my car. So, I mean, those are the things that I think of when I'm going through. And it's a process that I use. And in this process, I'm learning to let it go and allowing the Lord to minister to my heart and to my mind to tell me what's right and then truly listen to him. See, that's the thing. We know what he wants us to do, but we don't always listen and do what he tells us to do because we have a habit of thinking we know better. I don't know about anybody else, but sometimes I think I know more than God, and 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 God is surely showing me I don't know Jack, you know. And I thank and praise God for that because we can grow in who we are and what he has for us. So do I believe that Minister Marvin and I are going to be in this two-bedroom townhouse for the rest of our marriage? No. Um, I'm blessed enough that um, the Lord has shown us different visions, so I know we ain't going to be here forever. I know that everything's for a season, and I also know that there's nothing impossible with him. So I know that the dreams that we have, the Lord will bless. But also, as it says in Matthew 6 and 32 and 34, I think, is how we need to seek first his kingdom, and we need to seek him, and all things will be added unto us. And that is where I also, because I I, I'm a little hard on, on those that speak solely on monetary and, and, and material things, but also that is where we can get more or receive more of him. Because when we're focused on him, it's amazing what will happen when I sit here and I'm talking to the Father, just talking to him, um, whether out loud or in my mind or whatever, and just talking to him and then sitting here and don't say nothing. I love my rise home from work um, because um, it's just me and Jesus, and I talk, and he speaks. And I love my time that I spend with my husband where we sit and we're praising God and we're talking about the Lord because out of the clear blue sky, God will give us a word. And it's awesome because you get closer to him. You feel that you have more strength. You can stand taller. And that's really what our walk is about is being able to stand during these trials, because the enemy has come to kill and destroy, and, you know, John 10, 10, but, but God, Jesus, he came so we can have life more abundantly, and I do believe he meant abundantly in all manners. I don't think he just meant abundantly in, in one way. I think he meant abundantly in all ways. You know, God is just that good. Isn't it lovely that he's that good? He is so good to us in that manner that when we stay focused on him and let things go, the things we think is impossible, 
he will bless us with. The things we think he'll never do, he does. I am waiting for that big old house where I look out my window and see the mountains and I have the lovely little patio porch where I can go sit on my behind with my nice, I'm an iced tea lemonade girl, with my mixture of light iced tea and lemonade, with my Bible in my lap and just enjoying the view. I'm a nature, I, like, I love looking at the different natures. I don't go camping. I'm not, I'm not that nature-y. But I love looking at the sceneries and all that stuff. And to be able to do that. And know that it's ours. And know that he blessed us to get there. I don't put limits on him. Now, is that a limit? No, because he showed me it. But the fact that he knows our very heart's desires. And a lot of times we don't get it because we don't have faith and we don't believe that we can. I walked around here for so long thinking I didn't deserve the house that I saw, literally. And it wasn't until Minister Marvin and I started talking, and he said to me, dear, God got plans, and you keep putting limits on it, and we ain't going to go anywhere. And I started thinking about that because God is a God who will answer our prayers. He says in his word that the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. So if a prayers of a righteous man availeth much, let me tell you this. You can pray for what you want, and he's going to give it to you. So if you just pray that, God, I got this $200 bill, and I need to get this electric bill paid, and it's $200, or they're going to shut it off. Don't be shocked when the $200 comes. But let me tell you what Minister Murph taught me. Here, this bill. Here, dear, this bill. It's $200. We're just going to ask the Lord to take care of the bills. End of story. I watched this. I watched this brother pray the Lord to fix the whole situation, and and didn't put didn't put no stipulations. Jesus, we know you know how to handle this. And I watched three checks come into this house that we had no idea was coming. And I sat there and going, "What? We limit God when we start putting." boundaries on him. That's just a sample of things that we do. Like I spoke earlier about men and we women have a habit of doing that. And and we put these all these limitations and all these boundaries and then 20 years later we still single and wondering why. Um cuz you limited it. We still living in the same house and you done been praying asking the Lord for that house but over there and well that's not the house he has for you. He has another house for you. Let it go and let him give it to you. I mean, these are the things that we really need to do. And, you know, when we start doing these things, mm, it is so awesome to see his blessing. I said we we were going through. Minister Merv moved from New York City to Pittsburgh, and he um, we got married July 25th, so he's been looking for a job. And 
we're going through this, you know, financial crunch. Because when you go from, you add another person to the house, you got more on the electric bill, you got more on the food bill, and, and you got more of this, you got more of that. So to conserve, we don't have cell phones right now. Now, I'm telling you something, my sister listening to her cell phone. She was she truly missing her cell phone. The Lord has blessed Minister Merv to, with a job. They called him yesterday, and it's a very good job, and so we're praising God. And I started to tell the Lord, I just want, I just, I want that cell phone that I saw so and so, but I didn't, and I didn't get the phones yet. We're gonna wait till, you know, the time comes. And I started praying, and the Lord said, "Just ask for the phone. Let it go." Just the Holy Spirit told me, "Just ask for the phone, and don't worry about what phone it is. Don't don't put no thing in your mind." Now, of course. This is the preliminary because I'm going to tell you the beginning of the testimony and, and give me a couple of weeks and I'm going to finish the rest because I know the Lord going to bless me this whole entire situation just to show that we can let things go. When we let things go and truly accept what he has for us, we won't have that room and the story that I have said, that we won't hide our room of all those blessings that we missed out on because we put limits on him. When he, when we were taught, or at least I was taught, that when you praise the Lord and you give him all that you have, he, he, there's no way we can outdo God. So the praise that we give him and the living our lives according to his word, we can't outdo what God has for us. So when our focus is completely on the Lord and we are focusing on what he wants us to do, that's when he starts really showing up and really moving in our lives and showing us who he is, for real, for real. That's when you get joy. When everything around you is falling apart, I'll never forget. The water was getting ready to get shut off. The gas was getting ready to get shut off. Me and my son were sitting here with no food. And I said, Lord, I'm not going to worry about this. I came in this house. Well, it wasn't this house. my old house. And I started just walking through my house, praising the Lord, saying that he had the victory. And the enemy wasn't going to get me down. I had to check the mail, and I sent my son out to get the mail. He came back in the house with a check for $200. Okay, thank you, Jesus. There's groceries. The electric company called, I think maybe about mm, the next day, because, you know, they called to tell you before they was getting ready to turn she, she said, well, ma'am, I noticed that you haven't made any arrangements. Would you like to make arrangements? I'm thinking, mm-hmm, if you can wait the next month. <laughs> sure enough, by the time we got done, I didn't have to pay them until next month. So I said, well, Lord, you done did this for it. Let me call the gas company. Didn't have to pay them until the next month. Now, I knew the next month I could do what I had to do. Now, tell me that God ain't good. See, we have a tendency when we are faced with these things, fall apart. Minister Murphy tell you plenty of times when we were courting, I'd be calling him, I can't believe it, I can't make it into me, and blah, 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 blah. And, and <laughs> I have to laugh because he, Minister Murphy will pray for me, and it's all right, dear, and 
about, and most times, you know, he usually was the one that would send me money. He'd call me, go down to Western Union, go get what you need, and I'll send you money. I thank God for him for that. But sometimes he didn't have it, and the Lord provided in other ways. And then I started thinking about that. Okay, so if I stop saying I need this and this and this and this and this and this and this, and I just say, your will, Lord, what happens? I started doing that. And guess what? I still have my card, and I'm still trying to figure out yet to this day how I have it. I still have a place, a roof over my head, and I still go, thank you, Jesus, because I know it's you. The lights, the gas, and everything's on, and I'm going, Jesus. And the reason why I say that, for those of you that do not know, I am a blessed child, period. I say it to anybody. I am a blessed woman of God. He blesses me. To this day, it amazes me that I'm still alive. And the Lord blesses. But I have a medical condition, which is lupus, that a lot of lately has just been acting up. And I've been home a lot. And I'm talking about I'm missing work. We're not talking a little bit of work. I'm talking, like, work, work. So I get a check instead of 80 hours, I get 40 hours. Or instead of 80 hours, I get 50 hours or something like that. And so the money, and we know how we do, the money is budgeted a certain way. And the check comes in, and it's not anywhere near the budget. And God will take that money and stretch it. And I ain't saying I do. I say God does. Because if you remember, I just see how I don't handle money very well. The Lord will stretch that money and bless it. And everything is handled. And then, in his awesome way, somebody will come knock on our door and need groceries. And I'll look at Mr. Murray, he'll look at me, and we give money for groceries and not think twice. Why? Because we don't put limits on the Lord. He sent that person to the house, the Holy Spirit screaming to pay them. He sent that person to the house on purpose. So we go ahead and go and do. We fed people. We have people come in our house, and and, and I look at him, he look at me, and, and I'm human because sometimes I look at him, I go, can they please go home and quit eating here every day? I ain't going to have no food. <laughs> and, 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 and the Lord, every single time, Tells me, shut up, and do what he says, and I do, and then he turns around and blesses us. Just because we're obedient and just because we don't put limits on him, we allow his will to be done. Do we have moments? Yes. I have moments. I have moments, but we know how to call on the Lord. That's the process that we all need to learn how to do. If we, we, it's okay to have a moment, but what do you do about the moment? When you are sitting there and you feel like you're about ready to pull your hair out, well, or while you're pulling your hair, are you calling Jesus or are you just going, woe's me? Because you can be pulling your hair, calling on the Lord, and watch him show up because there's something about his name, and we all know it. When we call on him and we are his, he does not ignore us. He knows us as his child. He knows us as his child. So let us remember 
who we belong to. Let us remember to let go and let God and not put boundaries on him. Because in not putting boundaries on him, you will get stronger in him. You will get closer to him. You will trust him more. You will have more love in you. And that light that he has that's in you will shine so bright, you'll be blinded. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm telling you, there are days I just look at at what's going on and go, Jesus. And that's all I can say. And yet and still, everything is okay. I want to thank everybody for listening in today. Once again, I am Sister Alyssa Lynn with Women Living for Jesus and our Encouragement Hour. I want to encourage you to come back next week. We're here every Thursday at 9 p.m., and we are here twice a month on Saturdays for fellowship where some of the sisters get together and we talk, and if nobody calls in, then I just give an encouraging word and then hit on about getting ready for church on Sunday and and just truly, truly just uplifting each other and thanking God to be able to encourage each other and walk with each other and talk with each other and and really just praising God with each other. For truly God is worthy of all our praises. And he did not bring us through what he brought us through for nothing. So I just want to encourage everybody to continue to talk to each other, encourage each other, tell each other what God has brought you through. Give your testimony and let the love of the Lord shine through you each and every single day. I want to thank the listeners for today. Truly, God is blessing. I'm grateful to see you there. I encourage you to continue to stand, and I thank God for each of you. I am going to close out in prayer, but I do want to let you know that you are loved and God loves you. And no matter what is going on in your life, he is there for you always. For his word says, he will never leave nor forsake you. And that we can hold on to (laughs) dearly and tightly if you need be. Lord, we come before you just thanking and praising you for this day, thanking and praising you for your grace and mercy, and just truly worshiping your name. For you are God and God alone. We thank you for allowing us to come together and ask that you continue to bless each and every single person that listens to this broadcast, whether live or archived, Lord. Strengthen them to be what you would have them to be in in their lives, and that you are more prominent in their life, that is the light of you shines in them, that when people look at them, they know who they belong to. For truly, God, you are awesome, and we know that in all things, all things are possible in you. Lord, we just ask that you bring us back on the appointed time next week. Keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger, and let us continue to praise you for all eternity. In Jesus' name, I pray. And once again, this is your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn saying God bless and good night. Bye.